So, Hannah, um, it's time to do the initial reaction for the Rydell Revelations Part 1. Woohoo! Yeah, and I thought I'd invite yes. a couple other people along. So, uh, hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Carl. Hi. Hi, Wyatt. Hey. And the five of us are going to be talking about the Rydell Revelations Part 1, which just came out about an hour ago. So we are hot off the presses discussing this. How are you all doing today? Mm-hmm. Good. Doing well. I'm trying to good. figure out how I'm something can... I'm in quarantine. Can... How can something <laughs> be hot off the presses in audio land? Yeah. Don't ask questions. Hot um, off the audio <laughs> presses. Uh, so yeah. Let's go, let's go around. Let's go in kind of reverse gavel order, quote unquote. If if you wouldn't just t- uh, tell the uh, the people who are listening about yourself. If I, I guess this is more for White and Carl. Um, just you know who, who you are, where we can find you if we want to listen to you on a podcast or or something on Odyssey, and what you think the best Odyssey episode is, like objectively. Just a you know a. a icebreaker discussion so Wyatt you want to go first uh sure so I'm Wyatt and I have a podcast about Odyssey kind of a miserable little podcast but <laughs> I find it fun to do so <laughs> yeah um yes it's called Adventures into Odyssey a very creative name and uh <laughs> that's, yeah that's it uh, so, so yeah the best what do you think is the best Odyssey episode um I honestly have to say, in my opinion, the best episode is the top floor, part three. Yeah, there you go. I like Solid that one too. Solid choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Carl. Uh, so my name is Carl. Um, I own the Odyssey News website, and I have a podcast to go along with that. It's also called Odyssey News. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> and you've beaten me I've... on several occasions on getting news posts out, and I'm kind of salty about that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I would have to say my favorite episode is either a sacrificial escape or I really love the premise of the mailman cometh Mm -hmm. for some reason. I like that episode. I keep on coming back to it. It's a good one. It's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ryan. Um, I am Ryan Matlock. I kind of am like a phantom. I don't really have my own Odyssey podcast, but lots of people (laughs) have asked me to be on their Odyssey podcasts. I have a YouTube channel called The Entrepreneur and a podcast called The Ox Cable. And um, that's what I do. I've been involved in the Odyssey community for, I'm realizing, about a decade. So that's kind (laughs) of crazy. Um, I think my favorite I don't really have a favorite episode that I think is like, oh, that's the best because they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, at, well, most of them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think one that uh, I was listening to recently that really impressed me was called in on called on in class. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I listened to that one recently too. Also, I want to chime in here that Ryan has appeared on. Um, what has he appeared on? Uh, he used to have a podcast. I haven't really listened to it. The I did. Watch- I did. It was, my old podcast for Odyssey was called the World Famous Odyssey Podcast. Mm-hmm. The Wad Fam <laughs> Odd Pod. Um, uh-huh. And then after that, he's on the Wits End Podcast, the, the Odyssey, Odyssey Scoop Cast, Cast AIO, the AIO Wiki Podcast, none of the editions which have been released yet, AIO Audio News, um, Odyssey Geek, and yes. I, I think that's it. I th- I so, think that's it. There might be some others. I don't know. Base, are you on the ceiling fan at all? I don't think so, right? Um, no. I, I that is I that is my one. That's one sad thing. I never did appear mm-hmm. on the ceiling fan. It's quite sad. Oh, so, to be on the ceiling fan. I, I could ask Kevin to make <laughs> one more episode just to have me in it for like five seconds, and then that's the end of the episode. 
<laughs> I, yes, let's do I that. That would be funny, yeah. All right, Hannah, you want to go ahead? Yeah, um, I'm Hannah Morgan. I've been involved with Odyssey for <gasps> about six years. That's... What? Wow. That, mm, that is... That's a long time. Uh, I kind of grew up with it, but I, like... I don't know, at some point, something clicked, and I was, like, a super fan all of a sudden. Um, I have... I guess kind of a podcast, uh, the yeah. Corner Booth podcast, but we haven't, we've like recorded episodes, but I haven't been able to get them released yet. And it's not that any of us are like against doing another episode. It's just, it hasn't happened yet. So um, at some point that'll, that'll happen again. And my favorite episode, okay, I say that my favorite episode is, um, so now I've, oh the other woman because hmm. I don't not that it's the best Odyssey episode but I have to like say it's my favorite episode because I don't know they just like the way they deal with mental health and everything and Agnes is just beautiful and I don't know it's it's sweet I think so I, I say that's my favorite episode more as like a honorary kind of thing than like this is the best episode but that's what I'll go with for now mm-hmm so you all know me i'm I guessing i also talk a lot <laughs> yes <You're fine. laughs> you all know me i'm guessing i'm lee asim um that's a pseudonym i don't know if you all guessed it uh maybe i'll do a name reveal eventually but i am the Ooh. host <laughs> i'm the host of the wonder AI what Wiki- it could be yeah <laughs> i'm the host of the ai wiki <laughs> podcast which i started back in 2017 i had been in the odyssey fan base for about maybe three and a half years before then so it's been about six years this summer um I started AIO Audio News in 2018, and I took over the Odyssey Scoopcast earlier this year. So I mean, I guess that makes me the host of three Odyssey podcasts. I, I, I guess. Wow. I don't know. It's weird, and only oh, one of them yeah. come out every year. So, mm-hmm. um, but I guess my favorite episode or the best episode is Plan B Part Two. Mm. I yeah. might have I might have told yeah. told you this before, but the the pacing of the episode, the the plot. And the fact that it's, I think, the most powerful episode in Novacom, um, which is mm-hmm. better than Blaggard, by the way. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I really, I really I like it. <laughs> well, we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, you ready to get into the, I guess, into the Rydell saga? Yeah, I'm ready. Sure. Yeah. This is Rydell Part 9, Revelations, written and directed by Phil Lawler back, I think, in January or February somewhere around that time music by jared de pasquale and have you all seen the summaries and character lists and Mm -hmm. themes for yes i I have i I know nothing about what's going to happen in this episode okay so ryan would you be okay if we gave you the summaries because they have slight spoilers uh sure why not i mean i don't don't have to (laughs) i I can can just i can can just plug my ears and like just sing while you're doing it no (laughs) No, it's fine it's fine we we don't have to do it no go for it so let's no i really don't want to uh, because austin peachy was the same thing it was like no 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 no, don't tell me i thought okay because the summaries were leaked it they weren't supposed to be released but i've seen but i've seen them so, yeah, they released them both on the club and on the website, which mm-hmm. I found surprising. Yeah, before Rocky they were pulled down. Yeah, I think the club and the website are linked somehow because the website also has episode mm. number seven of yeah. like one of the albums as like a bonus episode, and it doesn't make sense. But um, Bob Smith, as I said, they weren't supposed to be released. So 
do you want to go with the the album description and the summary for this episode right now, Ryan? Would that be okay? Sure. All right, Hannah, read us the first half of the album summary, if you would, please. Yes. Um, Long-held secrets are uncovered and major revelations are about to be revealed. That's not repetitive. That's the and name of the episode. <laughs> oh, oh, <Whoa>. wow. <laughs> best kept secrets uh listeners have long wondered whether maury rydell is behind the strange events happening in odyssey the truth will be brought to light in these episodes now notice the difference between this summary and the original summary that was released listeners have long wondered about maury's rydell maury rydell's plans for the kids in odyssey maury's rydell plans I'm going to try Just that again. Just to point out, there's right also out. another description on Christian Book, a completely Ugh. different one. It's kind of weird, really? but it was released before yeah. this one and kind of said the same thing as the original one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But but the, the point here is that we have now changed from about Maury Rydell's plans to whether Maury Rydell is planning. So... I feel like that was something where one of the writers of the summary, like, he wrote the first thing and he was like, oh, shoot, that just tells everyone that he's <laughs> behind it. Oh, probably. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking, honestly. Like, I want it to be about Suzu and stuff, and I want Mori to be innocent, which is what everyone wants is, like, saying right now. But yeah. I don't know, because... I, yeah, I almost feel like he, it's like this guy like wrote the summary and then was like, oh, everyone is kind of unsure actually if it is Mori or not. So let's throw them off a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. And um, maybe we'll, maybe Ryan, you can just duck out early. I don't want you to like plug your ears and hum or anything. But I do want to talk about um, the final theory for the saga as it relates to the summary for episode mm-hmm. three. I don't want to get into that yet. But disregarding that, um, do any of you have an overarching theory you want to put forth? You want to go in, I guess, reverse gavel order again? Uh, Wyatt, Carl, Ryan, Hannah, me. Do you want to go in in order and just say what you think will happen in the next couple episodes? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you want to do that? Wyatt, you want to go ahead? All right. So my prediction is that Maury's still going to be a bad guy. I don't know if he's completely 100% guilty, but I know he has to be at least part bad guy. You know, I believe that Suzu probably has something to do with Maury's misdeeds around town, but I believe that Maury's still the mastermind. Hmm. Carl? Uh, can I use, can I just base my theory off the descriptions, but not actually see the descriptions for the episodes? Um, Because my final theory is kind of based off part two and part three, the descriptions. I'm kind of just vague. Ryan, you cool with that? Sure. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Carl. Okay, so I'll try not to mention it as much as I can. But, so, I'm thinking that Mori is not the complete mastermind. I think that his parents may have something to do with it. Um... But I think based off part three descriptions and part two, I think that there is at least one more person or a couple more people involved with it and that Mori is not the complete mm. mastermind. I also think that Suzu does have some involvement with it. Hmm. Or she's trying to stop him. Either yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. Ryan? I think that in general, Mori just is kind of my prediction is that Mori has good intentions in trying to 
make it so that people oh, no. do good things even if he has to do bad things to get them to do it. And then he's going to move into a second stage of sort of experimenting with sort of this philosophy and see if the bad in people can be brought out by mm-hmm. certain actions too. Yeah. That could be interesting, yeah. The yeah. bad. <laughs> the bad okay. in guys. Ooh. Shocker. Uh, I'm going to connect this to family drama for no reason. Nope. Um, but it works, I guess. Uh, okay. The, I literally just came up with this sitting here. Uh, but, okay, what if there's actually more going on with uh, Maury's family and his, so let's say it's, they were like a good Christian family. So it's Maury, his dad, and his mom. And then they adopt Suzu because they're a good Christian family and that's what they do. And then what if his mom like died and then his dad lost his faith? And so Maury's trying to figure out just morality in general. And maybe the, I think there's more going on than that, but that's, I don't know. That's my weird. Oh, and then, cause I think then Wit is going to try and like, he's going to find out about all of this and he and Maury will have some deep conversation about it. And yeah, there's my super unlikely theory. That's it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go through three things yep. here. First, what I don't want. Okay. I don't want this to just be gaslighting. At the end, if if you know if you're not familiar with the term, mm-hmm. gaslighting is where the where somebody says, "No, no, 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 that that wasn't that wasn't real. You thought you no, 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 that was that was actually never the case. You, you just thought it was. You're you're, you're going insane, aren't you?" Um, I don't want it to be that we get to the end and it's like, no, 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 Maury was innocent this whole time. You, you didn't pick up on that? No, no, he, he was he was completely that's, innocent. I don't terrible. really want want that to be the case. Right. Um, but what I do want is for Maury to be the villain, partially guilty, like you said, Carl yeah. and Wyatt, about that Maury does have a plan. I do want Maury to be the ultimate bad guy, but it really doesn't look like he is. Uh, from certain comments or certain things that Phil Lawler wouldn't comment on in the interview, it doesn't seem like Maury is the bad guy. So here's what I think will actually happen. Or here's what I think is actually the case. Suzu is the mastermind. Maury is completely innocent. And what Maury is doing All right. is trying to expose Suzu. With the student council election, he got closer mm, to Suzu okay. and, and the people in uh, Odyssey Middle School. With the key suspects, he was looking for Suzu's journal mm. to try to find information about her, incriminating information. That's what Suzu said. A great. That's why she said a great deal can be learned by examining a person's possessions. That's also why Suzu has been on to Mori this whole time and trying to get him to, to stop investigating because she knows he's investigating her. Um, that makes sense. And then in the... In Further from the Truth, one of Emily's clues reads, Questions are good when asked to the right people. People are good when making a truthful choice. The wrong questions to the wrong people can be a choice gone wrong. Maury's talking about himself in that, in saying that he is a good person and asking him a good question will be good. But if Emily asks Suzu the question, that can be a choice gone wrong, which is why we get the conflict at the beginning of Revelations Part 1, Emily kidnapped Suzu. And here's how I excuse a sacrificial escape. Arista and I came up with this a little while ago. Um, you guys remember the gallery? Mm-hmm. The invention that Wit had where you could talk to different people from history? Yeah. That's yeah. that's Maury's voice in a sacrificial escape. It's not actually Maury. It's just mm-hmm. Maury AI. Mm. And it's Suzu trying to frame Maury. Right. Okay. That's... So are you saying then... 
Did she set up the imagination station thing Ooh. for Emily in Further From the Truth? Possibly. That would be interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I think I think Maury did. Is Suzu good at math? <laughs> well, what I think is that I don't know. It doesn't make sense because it seems like, you know, yeah, that's another thing um, from Further From the Truth. Who's good at math? Obviously not Maury because he was just framed in, in the Cobblebox adventure. That was just whoever programmed that adventure to make him good at math. So it's either Maury mm-hmm. who made the adventure to point Emily towards Suzu. What if there's a person trying to help us solve a different mystery? That's what basically what Maury says. Uh, do you remember that line? Yeah. Uh, from I think so. W- when they're, yeah, at, at the Parker's house. But mm-hmm. then at the end when Emily starts investigating Maury, when Maury says, me, Emily was investigating me. Mm-hmm. And the question then becomes, if Maury is completely innocent, how is he, how is that possible that Emily kidnapped Suzu? So I really don't want Maury to be completely innocent, but I'm making that prediction right now so, that I believe that's what will happen. So, Lee, you believe that Maury's more or less innocent and Suzu's the one framing him? That's your prediction? Yes. That, that's that's my prediction. I don't want that to be the case, but yeah. So yeah, how do you explain writer's ruse at the end? Writer's, well, writer's ruse at the end is Maury saying, is like Maury, as Phil has said, Maury is kind of teetering on the edge of doing good or not, or he's walking a fine line. And the way Maury is going about exposing Suzu is for Maury's own gain. And he is laughing at the end of Raider's Ruse because he his goal in exposing Suzu is being accomplished. Oh. I think the mystery, the fake mystery at the end of Raider's Ruse is Suzu's backstory and Suzu's past. That Suzu's mother was a spy killed in the line of duty. Hmm. And so Suzu's past connecting her to the world of espionage is the problem here. And that's part of what's going on. I do, I really still don't know why this is all happening, but I believe that's what Maury's exposing. Mm. That's the answer that seems to make sense. And maybe Maury is thinking that if he can't get everyone else to expose Suzu, well, at least he tried, and now he can go take down Suzu himself. I, I don't know. Mm. It's that's the best best explanation I have. And as Phil Aller said, it was excruciatingly difficult to tie together um, the ride of revelations and tie together all the six episodes. So I'm hoping he did it. Yeah. I'm hoping he did yeah. it with these. I am too. Yeah. But anyway, are you all ready to, to start the episode? Mm-hmm. I sure am. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Hannah, how about you give us the summary and we can go out on that of the first episode. All right. Emily Jones begins her exhaustive investigation into the mastermind behind a number of mystery occur- oh, mysterious occurrences in Odyssey, including the student council election, the opened lockers, the escape room, and more. Why do you have me read these? I, I can't read. Well, you always read them. <laughs> but um, Yay. with that, I'll see you after, I think, Emily kidnapped Suzu. After commercial break one. All right. Okay. okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. Great. See y'all then. See ya. And now... It's time for the Rydell Revelations Part 1. What? And now, Adventures in Odyssey. What? So, that <laughs> box in the corner there, that's oh, what so caused this? Up- because of who, who did, did the, the kidnapping? kidnapping? Whoa! That music is so good! Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, sound effects. We get music sound effects. We already knew this this scene, this section was there. 
but the intro music is so good. We don't get it previously. We don't get a, a parental warning. That music makes up for that. I am loving it. <laughs> and that's all I really got to say about that. Let's see what everyone else had to say. Music! Music, the yes! Music is the best yes. music oh ever on Odyssey. I will say that oh right my now. Gosh. That is so I good! Know. It's the best ever. So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I was like... It blows uh, further from the I truth. The whole time, especially going to the commercial break, mm-hmm. it was so good how they kept it. Dude. How about the intro Especially music? in the beginning. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm yes. going to use that for yeah, a ride out trailer. Best that was intro. insane. Nice. It was... It doesn't that, I feel... think that's the most effort Odyssey has ever almost put in the music. Yeah, the best yeah. music on yeah. Odyssey is composed yeah. by Jared de Pasquale. Dude. This is it's Jared de Pasquale's best score. He's my favorite already. Odyssey composer. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah. I love what he does. All right, so um, uh, interesting. Maury is muffled outside Wit's office on the right-hand side, like on the right speaker. I really like that. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I mm-hmm. like the ambiance. Um, Emily's voice, her intonation still isn't the same when she starts to say, yeah. I don't want to say just yet. That's slightly different. Um, yeah. But the music undertoning that, underpinning that scene, really good. That was um, kind of neat. Notice that we didn't get yeah. either a parental warning or a previously. But we got that music. True. <laughs> well, that- we sort of did play out ah. the... The scene that was from the parental warning. <laughs> Carl, you were saying they sort of did play out the uh, the scene from Further from the Truth as a preview, but it wasn't because it tied right in. Right. I thought that because yeah. I heard the music, I was expecting that they were going to do a preview, kind of going down in the episodes. Mm-hmm. But then I I didn't remember the the or the clip that they gave us where it goes right on. Right. I thought that the there would last, be. I thought there would be a previously and. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. What was the last line in the previous episode? Good night, sis. Good night, or, brother. No, sorry. The last line from Emily or Wit. Really? Who? That's um, what I thought. Because everything on from that, I was like, this wasn't there before, right? And right. The one oh, thing, Wit says it's who. Seen, yeah. I think that's it. Right. Right. Who. That's what and I then thought. Emily says, that I don't want to say just yet. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was remembering that right. Right. So, um, neither prediction. I thought there would be either a previously or a parental warning, and I thought the previously would go back through all six episodes. But, you know, I've been doing the previously for the past two years now, so I don't think we need it in the actual episode. Everyone has just listened to that one. It's fine. Everyone knows what's happening. I've made, what, 13 previously yeah. so far? So, no, no more need. Why? Yeah. I shouldn't. What am I? I've literally written, like, a book of fan fiction. I'm going to... Not get mad at you for doing anything. Anyway, I um. So going into the next scene, if was that everything everybody had to say about the first two scenes? Sure. Uh, The only the only other thing I feel like Emily and Wit's conversation felt a little rushed. Like the lines were too close to each other a little bit. Yeah, and I I thought that in the preview as well. Off about it in general. I just it it's almost I almost feel like there's an echo on. Yeah, it felt hollow to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some and reason it, the like, audio it gives me such a hollow. weird vibe. Yes, mm. yeah, I'm like, so it I feels mm-hmm. like they're in at the imagination station still, like through this whole thing so far. There's the clock ticking. Yes, did you not yes. catch that? Thank you for pointing what? that out, Wyatt. The clock is all oh, throughout the music. Oh, I didn't hear that. I loved it. Loved it. But but the clock ticking cool. again again. Uh, I think the reason you point that out, Wyatt, is because I mentioned that the clock ticking means that they're in the imagination station or in the cobble box or something. Is that why you're pointing that out? Oh. Did you hear it that? It could be. Yeah, yeah, so I mentioned in Further it, From the Truth that during the cobble box, there's the ticking. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Guys, do you think that the scene where Wit's in his office is Wit in the cobble box? 
I hope not. Maybe. I'm, I think it, don't. it might just be Emily in the cobble box, perhaps. Like Honestly, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't like, need to be Wit. And Wit doesn't yeah. sound like himself. He's like, he All right, really let's go get not. some proof. No, I'm talking yeah, about right. I'm talking about at Wit's office where Maury comes rushing in. Is, oh. Yeah, even in there, he does not sound like Wit. Is there all. ticking like, there? That's true. Well, I'm not. I'm not just talking about the ticking. Uh, these were theories of like how much of this is actually true. And again, back, right. back from further from the truth, how do we? <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. I don't know. But one critique that ah. I, I have generally is that Wit doesn't seem concerned that there is somebody out there harassing children in Wit's end. It, it's, it's, right. It's no. not extremely concerning. He's so passive. Yeah. And I'm I, so confused. And I He's hope that is like, brought yeah. out later on in the episode. H- hopefully. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that because well, well, especially I'm coming off earlier episodes when Wit was like so, try, you know, protect the kids, like yeah. the battle part two, one or something. Exactly. Lucy. We got to shut down Wit's end because of this. But now Wit's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Theory. <laughs> like, ah. What if the, all of this, what if Maury doesn't exist and um, Emily is just in the imagination station the entire time. From Parker for president? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no. It's that only be been really about weird. 15 minutes, though. That way they can wipe out Since the Perkins family. Time works. And say they never existed. Uh, no. I like the Perkins. No. I love the Perkins family. Um, I love them, yeah, too. Yeah, I love them. They're rocking. Anyway, I'm ready to, to go on and see interesting. It's not password protected and see what's actually on Emily's phone. So are you ready to? Yes. Yeah. Let's let's I go. I am ready. I'm ready to roll. Recording one, Thursday, 1.20 p.m. Here we go. The case of the Rydell revelations. What? It's time to reveal the truth about Maury Rydell once and for all. Oh, boy. First, I need information from other people yes. who were also around then. Thank you. Thank and you. And who better to get information from than a newspaper reporter? Zoe. Zoe. Yes. And there's another bit of handwriting I need to look at as well. Handwriting. Thank I you! I know why the handwriting on the note looks so familiar, Kaysog. <gasps> yes! Mm. Yes! There was a handwritten inscription in the yes! cover of the fake Mary Malloway novel. Yes! Let's go! Here. My darling magpie. Yes! That's what convinced me. Yeah. We didn't have anything to lose. So yes! I said that! I need to talk to Suzu Rydell. Yeah. There we go! <laughs> Section 2! And this episode is already the best of the seven so far. So good. Let's go through this. So the phone sound effects. I really love the transition between Emily's phone. I thought that was excellent. The handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. She's comparing the handwriting. Let's do it. Let's do it. And she's actually fitting it together. So Emily is me. Emily is the is the fans fitting this all together. This is so obvious. We called it. We did it. We solved it. We fit everything together. And we are predicting this episode so far. We have predicted everything that has happened. That's so good. But Maury's mother is dead. Okay, that's that's not... Yeah, well, okay, that's kind of sad. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Mabel, is that her name? The nanny? Ryan was saying that he thought that the way they revealed that Mitch was Aram was they added a new bit of information. They didn't think... He didn't think that Revelations was going to be like this. To, to be where we went through past episodes and revealed stuff, but that's actually the way that it's that it's going on. Um, but the, but the only thing I have is where Emily explains that Maury in the in the imagination box was good with math, good at math. That's where she got clues about Maury in the real the real world. But still, I don't. I I guess the plot hole is there implied. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'll talk to everyone else about it, but this is... This is so cool so far. I am loving this. This is the best episode of the Rydell Saga. Right now. Oh yes. my goodness. I'm calling Absolutely. it right now. Thumbs up, yes. <laughs> and uh, I want to point out this so right much. at the beginning. So far, we have predicted every single thing that Emily has said. Exactly. Yeah. True. I love that. So much. Hey, by the way, I was right. Yes, that she's Their dead. Mom yeah, you is called dead. it. I know. I thought, what? Really? Okay. You're right. <laughs> Maybe. About how, how did I'm that happen? I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> wow. In some way, I yes. hope she really isn't dead, because that would actually be an interesting no, twist. She is. Yeah, I'm but she probably is. Since is they Mrs. put it in, she probably is twists. dead. Is Mrs. Yeah. Mabel her <laughs> mother? I was really hoping for Raymond's right L to be, like, I, I could hear him, but no. Maybe so. he'll be in part oh, well. three. But why is he in Japan if he isn't an ambassador? Well, that's his yeah. job. Like, well, is he still an ambassador? I thought yeah. somebody said that he wasn't. Oh, okay. So I misunderstood that. I'm pretty I thought sure. he wasn't anymore. Maybe he got fired. I'll have to go back and check the line exactly, but I believe that believe that he still is. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um. Let's. So let's go through this chronologically, if we can. I don't remember entirely everything, but we get the 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 music. Really, really good intro music to this this uh, section. Yes. Um, it's amazing awesome and then no music until um maury's like it's complicated and then we get more crazy music oh yes Mm -hmm. and also the phone sound effects are very good are excellent yes they don't sound like the the like how they had them they don't sound like further from the truth (laughs) yeah and and a sacrificial (laughs) escape they were yeah yeah i appreciated that they're so off like Mm. a real phone (laughs) (laughs) and then i love the transitions between emily's recordings that's really good that's amazing yeah mm-hmm. that was really good they did that well so we go back and ryan eat it you said you don't think that we were gonna reveal this by going through past episodes before remember when you said i that? hate that they're doing that <laughs> <laughs> honestly same really I'm like i love it like i think it's I, great this I, has I, been yeah. so I long i enjoy overdue. it from a I enjoy it from a perspective of, okay, this is information that we need to reveal, but I don't want to, like, just like with your script where Emily's just going beat by beat and revealing every single thing. Mm-hmm. But this is a three-parter, so we get two more parts of new plot. Right. So as long as the other two parts aren't <sighs> yeah. still doing that, I'll be okay. Okay, but the yeah, thing is, we've had, we have discussed this so much on recording, uh, not officially an odyssey about going back through previous episodes i mean we've spent maybe three three four hours no what what is this i think five hours alone discussing the good in people to further from the truth just going back through all this and to get only 20 minutes of odyssey doing it uh cohesively i think is uh, a feat uh, a testament to the writing like great job phil waller doing that yeah and so can it oh go ahead you go ahead okay so so i was good I did. I, I did feel like there was some scripted parts in yeah, that, slightly. mainly with Olivia and when Emily's talking to Olivia. Yeah. All her conversations with Matthew are spot on. Yeah, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I just felt yes. like Olivia could have been a bit better. I liked least. Olivia because I had remembered her conversation in The Good in People, and I think her um her delivery was pretty good, honestly. Um, hmm. but. And I don't know. I can yeah, go back and terrible. I can go back and and check it again to see if she's being too expositional. But I I don't know if she's expositional. Then in a way, part of parts of the other part of the episodes are. But I I don't know. I don't know. This is something where I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it more. 
Can I point something out here? Yes. That is confusing me? Yes. Um, Olivia is in high school, like, canonically in high school, because oh. in, and I, I've pointed this out multiple times, but in um, that book episode. Um, well, Nation of the Playbook. Good job, Carl. <laughs> yeah, they say that she's working on the the book. The Okay, so yearbook. so let's, let's say that Odyssey yearbook. High School and Middle School are joined yeah. and connected. Like, we had that theory before, right? And that maybe Olivia Parker is just well, working. Oh, working. I'm pretty sure that they are because Mandy goes to high school, but she's in middle school. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Ooh. that. Yeah. And and she interacts with so many of the different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, I can, yeah. That's fine, then. There were a couple spots here where I, I called out and I said, yes, I predicted that. Where um, Remember, in the Further From The Truth script, Emily compares the handwriting to the note in her locker to the inscription on the writer's ruse book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys remember reading yes. that? Am I? Yes. The, I'm not going crazy here, right? That actually happened. I um, think I wish that they would have taken a whole album or like even two albums to do the Mori Rydell saga still because it, it's just weird to not at this point. I don't know. I think it's it, just it's, it's a, dragged on for so long. Yeah, but I like that we're finishing it finally right here. Yes. Are we? I hope so. I but mean, maybe it's maybe not. Been I hope so. So but... long. Uh. I don't know. It's just, it's been so long that it's almost like, I feel like everyone's just kind of like, oh, finally it's over. Like, I just want to know what is going on just so I can be done with it. That was me. That wasn't me before Further From The Truth. After Further From The Truth, Mm -hmm. I decided this episode has gone, this this saga has gone one episode too long. And (laughs) a lot of people were feeling that before. And I think the marketing could have been different, but it's pulled me in. And I, I'm here for it, honestly. So it's it's yeah. it just really comes down to what you what you really think. I don't think there's well, an objective. Way. I mean, your profile is also literally True. Mori, True. so <laughs> you you're a little more dedicated to this. Yeah, kind of. Than I am, but your avatar I, choice I, is good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Truth. Can I say something wow. about further from the truth? Uh, yes. Carl, we, actually, yeah. I think Carl was about to say something just a second ago. Um, I think the saga isn't too long. The problem was that they weren't revealing anything in Further From The Truth. Yeah. They weren't revealing much in The Good and People. They were showing what Mori could do in The Secret of the Writer's Rooms. They weren't revealing enough as they were going along, which is what Novacom did. They revealed a little bit more in almost each yeah. episode. And Operation I think, Think Tank will enslave the human race. Would you like a moment? Yep. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite lines in the whole saga. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I think I would like Further From The Truth more if it was on the same album as A Sacrificial Escape. Yes. But yeah. having to wait the entire mm-hmm. album length for Further From The Truth, which is a great sounding name, <laughs> but then having to wait for that and hearing it, I'm like, oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> but if it was on for the sure. same album, I'd be like, okay, well, we still got A Sacrificial Escape, so... Right. I mean, this wasn't as great, but it's it's not bad. And then have this on the next album, but they, I think I don't think the episode was entirely bad. I just think that it shouldn't have been on the next album from yeah. Uh, what was yeah. it? Sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. Right. They should. It should have just all, all been closer together. And I think part of the problem is that uh, writers' rooms got pushed back from album sixty-three to album sixty-four, and that one offset of an album mm. was enough to upset me about the um about the length of the saga and that i don't know i don't know it's just the length is slightly a bit too long but we've already kind of all agreed on that and um Mm -hmm. now that it's finally here we can actually sit back and go let's actually enjoy this thing rather than i can't wait for it to be over i can't wait for for the conclusion here 
So anyway, we still have more of an episode to get to. So um, I want to mention one final thing, and then can we can we move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, math. So em- Emily. <laughs> Thank you. So Emily's yeah. plot. So Emily's. This is the one critique I have so far, and it was the critique hanging over from further from the truth. Emily addresses it directly, and I appreciate that. Where Emily says that Maury in the imagination station or the imagination box was good at math, and Matthew says, "Well, Maury in real life is good at math." So that makes sense. If it kind, there are two ways where we can take this. One, Emily didn't realize, mm-hmm. oh, Maury's not actually good at math, and Matthew says, "Oh, well, actually, he is good at math." Or Emily says, oh, I think Maury is actually good at math because the program says he's good at math. And then Matthew says, oh, well, then mm-hmm. I think he is. So I don't know yeah, whether right. Emily is saying the program, the person who wrote the program was directing me toward Maury or whether she's saying Maury is actually good at math in the program. Right. Does, do, you, do you get it's, what I'm saying here? I, yeah. I thought that yeah. was a little weird, yes. too. And I, mm. I wanted what I what I wanted Matthew to say was, Emily, that was a program. <laughs> I know this is gonna sound strange, but in the adventure I had, Maury was great at math. I know this is gonna sound strange. I know this is gonna sound strange. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily yeah. actually to say, oh, duh. And Emily yes. to be like, oh, duh. <laughs> and then for Matthew to say, but he is good at math. That would have been mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe maybe we can just assume that. Honestly, my headcanon, I'm just going to assume that, that that line was in the episode but was just cut. Um, because it does <laughs> fit within the course of the conversation, though. Um, and it seems like Matthew's just not saying it. But Yeah. Um, anyway, ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Like yeah, a sure. Christmas tree. To explain. You and Matthew were never in any real danger. We would never Suzu have let anything knew it. happen to you. We? We? Yes! <gasps> Notebook. So sorry. Here, let me help you. My notebook. Here, I. Her notebook. <gasps> the handwriting. Your <gasps> handwriting. Give me that. Yes. Goodbye, Emily. Suzu. Yes. Wait. That's it. What do you think, Mr. Whitaker? Wow. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> All you can say is interesting. Why aren't you more concerned? Yes. Because more. Yes. I think Emily was right. Right about what? Yes! I think you're trying to game me. Just like you've been gaming most everyone in Odyssey since you moved here. Yes! Yes! Let's do it! <laughs> Wits is the Aslan of Odyssey. He yes. knows. <laughs> so true. He knows it. How about that ending? Yes, I wow. love the ending. That was amazing. Spot on, perfect. Wow. Wait, wait, Maury finishes oh the clip. Gosh. That's it. And Wit's like, hmm, interesting. I'm not concerned at all. What we were just talking about. And I had said that before. Wit does not seem concerned. Yep. Why not? Maury goes, yes. I just showed you a clip of more of Emily kidnapping Suzu. And that's all you can say? And mm-hmm. Wit's like, I think she's right, Maury. You're the bad guy. Or is he? But but that wouldn't dun, make dun, sense dun. then, because Wit says I think you've been trying to game us. Does that mean that, that doesn't he mean is? Wit is right? That means he's trying to game them. That's all I'm asking for. Maybe I want exactly. Maury to be behind it, and he's behind and part he of it. Is. But yeah. Suzu says us. Were yes. we? Just, oh, we did. We, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't. We. Okay, okay, okay. We wouldn't hurt Suzu you, could be talking about her and someone else. It's that? like technically yeah. possible. It could be Richard Maxwell. 
don't know. <laughs> could be. Um, it could be Robert oh, Mitchell. Yeah, it might Who not be Mori. It might not be Mori at all. But the fact is that yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy either way yeah. right now. That wit is Me on too. is oh on to Mori a little bit. So that clip at the end, the final clip. So Emily gets to Suzu's room. And Suzu's room is a mess. Emily did not create uh-huh. the mess mm-hmm. in Suzu's room. This is so obvious. Yes. Suzu yeah. made the mess yes. to frame Emily. And then we hear Emily saying, hey, well, well it's like that. And we hear Suzu like yeah. uh, going uh, it, it, right there. So Emily is the mm-hmm. one being kidnapped. But yeah. how can Suzu or, kidnap Emily? Okay. Or it, it almost sounds like they're like someone else came in and yes. they were both being kidnapped. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, both being. So hmm. maybe, maybe it was it's somebody Mr. that's Rydell. working with Mori. No. Returning home from Japan? No, probably not. <laughs> no. It could be Mori. Why? Why else would he? No, wait. It is Mori. He has her phone. Like, how else would he have her phone? Did he uh, say she, that he she said, left she, it there? He said it fell on the ground. It was on the floor. So he could have taken it though. He could have, but somebody else could have put it on um, the floor, or someone, or could have dropped yeah, when they sure. were it being kidnapped. Mori was hiding in the room, mm-hmm. but they had to stop. Also, the how is it not password point. protected? Um, I don't know. That's that's a good. My question phone isn't too. password protected, so I don't know. But oh, it, really? it clears up the plot hole of how could yeah. Wit get into Emily's phone if there was a password on it? Um, Use Eugene's program. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the another thing was the one concern that a lot of us had was there's going to be a big reveal. The mysterious voice mm-hmm. is Maury. Oh, no. And Emily just drops it in the middle of one of her sentences like, that was Maury, wasn't he? He was yeah. that, that. And it's not a big thing. And I really like that. That It's so yeah, obvious. We weren't even trying to hide it. Um, yes. That's so, so great. Yeah, and, yet, that great. and yet we get barely anything revealed in this episode but we get character motives revealed we get wit yes maury suzu emily and the mysterious mrs mabel if that's her name um do you think she again i put it on aio wiki you put it on aio wiki Uh, yeah oh (laughs) well i was listening to the first part uh okay um Uh, as ren hanami or ren hanami is the actress right yeah ren hanami i thought she was gonna play mrs rydell originally yeah i thought so too which is confusing Hmm. Mm. But I am maybe Mrs. Rydell's still living, and that's just a lie. Yeah, that was what I thought. Because there's that other actor. Or Mrs. Mayo is the mom. It, but yeah, that I would think be there's good. more to her death, but I don't think she's. Mado, M A D O. That's Mrs. I think that's Mado? how she's spelled. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying Mabel, but Mado. Mado makes sense. Mado. Maybe we can. I'll email Phil and ask him how we spell that. But anyway, um, that was huge, and I'm saying this is probably better than. Sacrificial Escape. Would you all agree? Yes. Yes. Thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan's. Well, Ryan's. A there's swing not really. Here. There's not really a lesson in it. Well, Chris says at the Yet. end. Uh, there's the someone who's part. not confused by mysteries, and that's God. So okay. <laughs> and again, there doesn't have to be a lesson. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying there. Cool. I'm not saying there, there are many ICF episodes that don't have lessons. So, like True. from a mysterious standpoint, I think it's probably better than than that episode, but not from a moral standpoint. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah, with with self sacrifice in in that mm-hmm. one, and again, like you said, Ryan, uh, it's hard to take multi parters one part at a time because some of yes. the facets of the other mm-hmm. episodes are brought in later on, and so maybe the moral will be more apparent later on. In which case, okay. this moral parent. What? Oh. Wow. Maybe it'll be moral. Can parent? I <laughs> can I bring this up too? I have a I have a comment. Yeah. So I mean, you can. It's not. 
I'm not saying that there is a, mor- a moral, because there's, there's really not, but I think anytime you have a good character behaving badly, like Emily is in this episode, it does make mm-hmm. you, like, question morality a little bit. And, like, because it really, it sticks out more, and then you go, mm-hmm. like, oh, is she making bad decisions? Why is she making these decisions? Because she's usually a good character. Right. And so I think, even though there isn't a direct, like, oh, here's the moral, here's what you're, we're learning. It's like, I think it still fits and it works because it's it's making the audience question morality anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. I haven't yeah. brought up Emily yet. You mind if I go into her character for a little bit in the, the final yeah, segment here? It. So go I, for it. I really mm-hmm. like how her progression was tracked through the entire episode, uh, how we get from um, the beginning of the episode where she is concerned about the things that have been happening and she starts out mm-hmm. calmly and goes to reconcile with Matthew and, and finds all the bits of information and then gets to Suzu and kind of confronts Suzu about it like this is this I'm kind of I'm angry about this and also notice at the beginning where Suzu says I can't talk right now interesting interesting right there um, but mm-hmm. yep. um, with with Emily confronting Suzu she comes from a standpoint of I don't want you to be, I don't want there to be a problem here. I want to get this thing, get to the bottom of this. But then once Suzu implies that she was behind the escape room, Emily snaps. And still at that point, Emily is not acting badly. I mean, she's not doing the wrong thing. She's not acting out of bad motives. She's acting out of the motive to discover the truth, but she's being probably too forceful about it in the way she's going about it. But then again, mm-hmm. is that justified by Suzu's reaction and by Suzu's flee, Suzu's flight from her? And then with Emily going going mm-hmm. into to the Rydell house, um, maybe that's a little bit too much, but it still fits within Emily's character there for her to do that. And I like the tracking of her character. And as you said, Hannah, figuring out whether our protagonist is making the right choice or not is yeah. a great a great point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I am really excited for, for part two and to see what Maury's response to wit is and what mm-hmm. wit actually does. Yeah. Because finally, yeah. I think yeah. yeah, I have a theory on what wit will say. Yeah. That. So the thing that I'm guessing wit has understood and outlined as the problem in logic here is that the recordings don't match up with Maury's story. Yeah. Mm. Right. That. So that. You mean that Emily kidnapped Suzu? Rather, the recording indicates that Suzu kidnapped Emily. Well, no, or? not not even just that. Just like he says that they were looking in the window and spying on him, and from the recordings, it sounds like Suzu didn't want anything to do with Emily. Well, no, that the the recording Maury says that Maury says that he was in the computer lab and could see them talking outside. Oh, oh! I thought he said that he they were like spying on him. Or they were something. looking on him. No, no, no. He said he was looking out at them. Okay, so he's. Okay. Hmm. Mm. There's something off, though. I don't know yeah. what. I don't know. I think the off, the part that's off is that Maury is presenting it to Wit. All of the fa- Maury is showing Wit everything. He's showing his almost his entire hand to Wit. He's showing every single action that he seems to have taken, and Wit then says, "Yeah, I'm going along with that." And the question is, is Maury actually deceiving Wit? Is Maury deceiving Wit to think? Hey, look at all these actions here that are going to point you to me. And then Wit um, says that Mori is guilty, whereas Mori's not actually guilty, and Mori was trying to be caught. That's the theory I'm returning hmm. to here. What do y'all think hmm. about that? Hmm. It goes back to the whole: Is Suzu the bad guy, or is Mori the bad guy? Because it could be either. It could hmm. be that right. 
Maury once went to catch him for some reason to expose Suzu mm-hmm. or that some third it could also be that there's a third I think it might be very likely that there's a third party mm-hmm. because I don't I don't see Maury kidnapping Emily and Suzu all by himself yeah, yeah. I agree with that mm-hmm. I could see an adult male maybe doing that and Matthew brings that up. How would Maury have the expertise to be able to set up the escape room? There's got to be an adult involved. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. I am kind of out of thoughts right now. Are you ready to you ready to, to wrap this thing up now? Yeah. Yep. Sure. So this has been really fun. Um and again, I am I'm so glad that this turned out better than further from the truth. Um Hannah and mm-hmm. Ryan, you can attest to that. Um yes, absolutely. <laughs> But, Hannah, you won't be here next week, I believe, right? Correct. I'll be at camp, hopefully, unless, I don't know. I was supposed to be at camp last week, and then COVID stuff happened. So, hopefully, I will not be here next week, because (laughs) I would rather be at camp. Uh, But but I will see how many I can wrangle in for next week. Hopefully, Arista and Timmy will be here, too. And maybe Isaac, as well. So, we'll have a little bit more variety. But, uh, in the meantime, Mm -hmm. Wyatt, thanks for jumping on. It was great to have you here. No problem. Thank you for having me. Carl, thanks for hanging out. It's great to get to talk to you. You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. And Hannah and Ryan, uh, thanks for stopping in again. I will talk to you later. Yippers. All right. right. Bye. See ya. You're listening to AIO Audio News. (laughs) Yeet.